0: Welcome to C and Lee Talk Cold Cases. This podcast covers crimes that may be disturbing to some. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome
1: to C and Lee Talk Cold Cases. I'm Lindsay.
0: And I'm Christina.
1: Housekeeping. Uh, what do we got? So Technological
0: much. <laughs> technology.
1: Sorry, everybody, for the. Uh, delay on this my computer decided to crap out because of uh, my kid downloading stuff onto my computer and uh, just a big shout out to our friend Michaela of Michaela's World who's my little IT tech guru and she spent friggin hours with me on the phone and video chat just trying to help me bring it back to life so here we are with Windows 10 on my computer and no downloads Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was the thing when you were texting me. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know if the computer's not right there in front of me. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it was. It was.
1: Well, I I had no idea. I was ready to take it out back and use it for, like, I don't even know. Throw it and punt it and yeah. So so same computer, new stuff, and we're running good.
0: Always practice safe downloading.
1: Yes, absolutely, and don't don't let your teenager play on your computer
0: (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) okay so uh other than that just the technological issues we had it's really not much else
0: yeah so so we're back back and we're gonna i don't know maybe throw holy water at both the computers so nothing else happens
1: i mean i have holy water in my bathroom closet so
0: (laughs) see there we go
1: I can I, I don't know if water and computers are good for each other, but anyways. Yeah,
0: yeah, that might be a bad idea. So So, you know, aside from all that, uh <laughs> both these cases have been a long time coming and where are we headed today?
1: So on December twenty-fourth, nineteen ninety-one, Shirley Joanne, Lone Thunder, went missing in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, a city with a population of three hundred thirty-seven thousand. Population. I already said population, but we're leaving it. Works for me. That's perfect. Uh, She was 25 years old and had two children. Her brother says Shirley's disappearance was suspicious. She said she was going out to buy presents, but she didn't come home. Today, she is listed as a historical missing persons case on the Saskatoon Police Services website. Shirley Lone Thunder was born January 3rd, 1966. She was originally from White Bear First Nations near Carlisle, Saskatchewan, and went missing from downtown Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, in the afternoon of the 24th of December 1991. The oldest of five children, her brother, Stacy Lone Ch- Thunder, was the middle child. He said he remembers his big sister as stubborn and strong-willed. She was like my big brother, only she was my sister, he said. We were really close. After they grew up, Stacey said, most of the family moved to the reserve in White Bear First Nations. Shirley was back and forth between White Bear and Saskatoon. By 1991, she stayed with her mom in Saskatoon with her children. Stacey remembers driving Shirley back to the city with all her furniture. She was looking for a place of her own. There were barriers in Shirley's life. She had been struggling with drugs, her brother said. He also heard that she was working in the sex trade. It was Christmas in 1991 and the Lone Thunder family was getting together in Saskatoon. Shirley's son's birthday was also on Christmas, said Stacy. On the afternoon of Christmas Eve, he said Shirley went out. She went out to buy birthday presents and she never came back, he said. Shirley was reported missing. She had been missing, she has been missing for more than 30 years now. So for years Shirley's mom was the main point of contact for the police. She has since died of leukemia. Stacy said the last time he was in touch with investigators was sometime in 1997 or 98. He was surprised at what he found. They said they had no report of my sister ever being in the system, and she had a pretty lengthy criminal record, and they couldn't find anything on her, he said. When asked what police could have done differently, Stacey said he wished that police had started looking for his sister earlier. If you ask him to rate the police investigation overall, he would tell you it was very poor. And then some. I would say the worst ever, he said. I think it was a racial thing or something, because every time I tried to talk to someone, they just basically blocked us out. It was with tradition, but not police, where Stacy said the family found comfort after Shirley's disappearance. He said before his mother died, they went to see medicine men, on several occasions and asked about Shirley. They were told many stories. My mom said that Shirley is somewhere between three hills, a community between three hills, maybe mountains, he recalled. The drug she's taking made her lose her mind. So she doesn't know what's going on. That story has struck stuck with Stacy. That's one I like to believe. He said, You know, I keep hoping that one of these days. She'll come, she'll remember, and she'll come home. When asked if he'd support a national inquiry into missing and murdered indigenous women, Stacy said he'd love it just for my own personal satisfaction. And I imagine there's hundreds and hundreds of people that feel the way I do. So that's kind of the short, the long and the short of it. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot that I could find, especially in the way of theories I searched all over and all over, um, Facebook and, you know, Reddit and everything. But other than the family's own theories of her involvement in the sex trade and and her drug use, there isn't really many theories about her disappearance, but what really bothers me, what kept coming up was the lack of police records when the family said she had a lengthy record. So what or who is hiding information about Shirley? Shirley. And being December, December in like I don't know how cold it gets where you are. Not very <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but here in December, it can get I didn't do conversions to your Fahrenheit, but it can get down to minus fifty without a wind chill.
0: I'm gonna look That's that up for our minus American 50, friends.
1: Yeah. So minus fifty Celsius. Minus fifty Celsius.
0: Fahrenheit
1: I'm not prepared
0: it doesn't seem right but it says negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit
1: that's a, that sounds about right when Does I've converted it? it's it's usually like I know you're supposed to multiply in times and divide and you know I was, sacrifice your firstborn for yeah. it but
0: <laughs> I was never good at that you know what why can't we just all do Celsius? It makes sense. I mean, sorry. I know that's very anti-American of me, but come on now. Let's get with the program.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I use, I use Fahrenheit for like baking and stuff, but other than that.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> Quick story. I went to Canada for the... I mean, not the first time because I went when I was a little girl, but as an adult, I went and um, they were... Telling us they they were apologizing for the heat wave they were having in July and it was sixty degrees Fahrenheit.
1: Yeah. I, I, that's
0: <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like a hundred back where I live and they looked at me like I was insane and they're like, Oh wait, that's right, you're American, that's Fahrenheit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and well and and us going to the States, going to you know, Nevada and We're wearing shorts and t-shirts and people are bundled up and it was the beginning of December and they're like, oh, it's so cold. And we're like, this is like spring weather for us. So, you know, but so anyway, um, so like I said, you know, it was December. So it was more than likely very cold out. I don't remember back to 91. Like I didn't do the research into the weather trends of what December would have been back then, but it was probably bloody cold out. And... uh, when I was researching it, there was problems with uh, what they called the Starlight Tours, Starlight Cruises, or the Midnight Ride. So was she a victim of that? The uh, the is, Saskatoon. Oops, uh,
0: go ahead. Is that um? Is that a code? I I'm ignorant here. Is that a code for something? So. This is, uh, I think I'm going to do a
1: future episode about this because it really, it really needs to be also told as well. Um, This was a thing where the uh, Saskatoon police were accused of taking repeat offender indigenous people out of town, like either just to the border or to a remote location to basically avoid doing paperwork. That's bullshit. And making them walk home in cold and frigid temperatures causing the majority of them to pass away. So it's, um, it's a real little dark smudge. And I didn't personally know about it until probably about 10 years ago. But when I heard about it, I just thought, wow, like, come on guys. That, but it's, it's definitely in my books to be a future episode to talk about.
0: I, I'm floor, I'm like, I'm yeah. sitting here with like shocked look on my face. I'm, and honestly, I've heard about things like this, but the fact that there's a name for it yeah. means it, it I, happened more often than not.
1: Yes, it, it did quite a bit. Um, I'm going to plug another podcast that I listened to. Um, I do believe it was Morbid mm-hmm. that covered it. I don't remember which episode it was but they did cover it in one of their more recent episodes in the past, probably six months. And they had the same reaction as you where it was just like complete shock that, you know, they would be so heartless to do something like that, but to not give it all away for (laughs) give all the information out before I do it in in an episode. It's just a very horrific, you know, little blunder that there was. So I'm just going to throw out some information about Shirley here. Um, So her name is Shirley Joanne Lone Thunder. She was last seen December 24th, 1991. She was last seen in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Shirley was 25 years old at disappearance. Her date of birth was January 3rd, 1966. She was an indigenous female. Her height was five foot five. Her weight was 128 pounds. She had black hair and brown eyes, and she did have some distinguishing features. She had a tattoo on on her left ankle of a heart, a scar on her left cheek about four centimeters in length, and her clothing worn at the time of disappearance was a black jacket, blue jeans, and white runners. So, of course, you know all the links in the. Contact information can be found in our show notes if anybody happens to have any questions or not even have any questions, but have any information, maybe know where Shirley's ended up. That's a long time to be missing and her family needs to know what happened to her.
0: Yeah, like cases like this really, they, they scare me. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, they think they she was, like, doing sex work and stuff like that. That scares me because there's shitty people out there who yeah. will just... And in the 90s, and even today still, if a sex worker gets beat, murdered, you know, raped, anything yeah. like that, a lot of times it's just like, oh, well, you know, it's part of the... It's the nature of the job. No, No. well, it doesn't matter. There's still people and there's, you know, they don't deserve to be harmed.
1: Yeah, no, there's someone's mother, someone's daughter, someone's wife, you know. Yeah. And, you know, why I've been kind of more or less featuring the Indigenous side is I really, it kind of keeps my, as bad as it sounds, my white privilege in check. Mm -hmm. Because as a white woman, I won't get, wouldn't get prosecuted as bad as... These women would, or anybody.
0: Yeah. Well. So, and if you or I went missing,
1: oh, there would be a huge manhunt. Do you look at, you know, that what that Gabby Petito?
0: Yeah. They. They. There I mean, huge. I'm not yeah. saying they shouldn't. They absolutely should. They absolutely should, should. No. They absolutely should look for people, but they need to make just a, as big a deal and care just a, as much.
1: Absolutely. A, about
0: minorities yeah that they do and in these cases, they often get over like they' really it really pisses me off,
1: yeah, and the police always throw out like you said, Oh well, she was a sex worker, yeah or oh, she was a druggie, oh, you know, this and that, and throwing her yeah past or his past out, and it's that's not relevant that they're a human
0: exactly and and like when I see things like that, I'm like, okay, well, they're a known drug user. That means something really bad could have happened mm-hmm. to them. So we need to make sure that they're okay or found. Yeah. You know? And it's almost like, oh yeah, well, they're they're a bad seed anyway. That that's I mean, yeah, there are bad seeds out there. Oh but yeah But that's not always the case and everybody who goes missing like this they they need they need to care.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, a lot of, uh, especially in Canada, there's a lot of people, especially, well, Indigenous people who are children of residential school um, survivors. So they do have this intergenerational trauma they're dealing with. And they turn to, you know, drugs, alcohol, so on and And so forth. And it's,
0: like you said, it's their trauma. It's, where else are they going to turn when... Societies turn their back on them.
1: Yeah, and when when mental health services are just you know they want to turn you away, they say, "Oh, you're fine." Out the door yep. you go. Yeah. And it's it's not right.
0: It's not, and what also pisses me off when you brought up the uh, midnight rides. Mm. Again, would they have done that to a white person? Absolutely not. No. Uh,
1: it's. It's, it's it's a very, it's very disgusting and it's very just, it's so wrong.
0: It is. And I, like I said, I have heard of it. I didn't realize it was, I I don't know how prevalent it is today, but I'm sure it's still practiced today in some way.
1: In some areas. I know it was prevalent in Saskatoon more of anywhere else. I'm not sure if there's been new stuff going on, but I know that someone whistleblowed it onto uh, a certain website, and that's when it really started catching steam of, holy crap, like, this this is actually happening. This isn't just, you know, just a rumor going around, or, you know, something to you know, fuck the police type thing. It's really at that point, it's fuck the police. Fuck the
0: police. Yeah, and and that you know, I've known plenty of Police officers in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've known some good ones. I've known some bad ones, and yep. You know what? It's hard, but when you get those bad ones, you do what you can to get rid of them. Yep. Because they and don't. They have no business being in the position they're in. No. If they don't. No. If they're not going to give a shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because I believe that police should be there for society. For our you know people so any other additional questions comments concerns after our little tangent there
0: no otherwise i'm going to get into another tangent and all right um i think i think we've safely made our point there about yeah yeah that's yeah
1: how we feel and yeah yeah okay so where are we going with you
0: Okay, so today I'm looking at a case that's less cold and more current. Um, it's uh, the, Stockton Se- <clears throat> the Stockton Serial Killer. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I love it. Yes. Um, so informa- information was gathered from NPR.org, KCRA 3, and NBC Bay Area. Um, during my research... There was a development in the case, oh. and I'm like, you know what? I'm not dropping this case and doing a whole new research. I've got it all down. I'm good. So, but it does lead. So in... it
1: it originally started as a cold case that has been resolved. I don't know
0: of? if it was cold because it was still recent, but it was it was open.
1: So it was lukewarm.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, lukewarm. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um, so a suspect has been arrested. I will get into that. Mm -hmm. a little bit later so the stockton serial killer according to kcra3 the victims and we'll get more into them also in a little bit but just to name them if they're 35 year old paul alexander yaw 43 year old salvador william i'm sorry de beauty
1: jr We'll I believe it. And if someone might know how to pronounce it better, they can contact us through one of our social medias and yeah. kick our butts for Please, not. Yeah.
0: Please correct us. Yeah. Um, I don't, I try my hardest, but I don't like to get things wrong. Yeah. I, you know. Um, so 21 year old Jonathan Hernandez Rodriguez, 52 year old Juan Cruz, and 52 year old Lorenzo Lopez. Um, two additional shootings were linked to the killer. In 2021, 40-year-old Juan Miguel Vasquez Serrano was killed, and a 46-year-old woman survived. And we'll talk about her as well. She's the only known survivor of the killer.
1: Oh wow! So I do have one quick question. Sure. Where is Stockton?
0: It's more like northern. Um, let me get you like a. I've never personally been there. <clears throat>
1: Because I'm like, I'm sitting here going, I'm thinking Stockton and I'm trying to place it and I'm just a little Canadian.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's (laughs) further, it's further north. Um, I'm trying to say it's in Central Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's further north. Um, Let's see. It's a little bit south of Sacramento. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah. But yeah, like I, I, I said, so. I've never personally been there. I don't go north often, unless I'm driving through to go to Canada. But <laughs> <laughs> um, So, according to Stockton Police Chief Stanley McFadden, these incidents are occurring in the hours of darkness and when folks are alone by themselves, not in lit areas. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBC Bay Area released a timeline of what authorities believe are related cases. And as a side note, ballistics tests have linked the mentioned cases. And this information is straight from the article, which I will be linking in the show notes. Okay. And this is where we get into uh, more on the victims and what happened. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> You're good. Um, so the two... Uh, killings from or the two shootings from 2021 uh the first one was on april 10th 2021 a 40 year old hispanic man was fatally shot about 4:18 a.m in oakland the victim identified as juan vasquez serrano was shot multiple times according to the alameda county coroner's bureau and then a few Jeez. yeah a few days later that um on april 16th A 46-year-old black woman, identified as Natasha Latour, was shot and injured at about 3.20 a.m. in the area of Park and Union Streets in Stockton. She told investigators that she was inside her tent when she heard someone walking around outside. The suspect fired multiple shots, wounding Latour, but she tried to defend herself by advancing towards her attacker, and that's when the shooter lowered the gun. So she said in an interview that there were no words exchanged. They didn't say anything. Didn't come any closer. Just started shooting. So then... Yeah. Yeah. This is insane. Um, July 8th, 2022. So now we're in this year. um, A 35-year-old white man was fatally shot at about 1231 a.m. in the 5600 block of Kermit Lane in Stockton. This victim was Paul Yaw. And then August 11th, a 43-year-old Hispanic man was fatally shot about 9.49 p.m. in the 4900 block of West Lane in Stockton. And he was identified as Salvador de Beauty Jr. Um, On August 30th, a 21-year-old Hispanic man was fatally shot about 6.41 a.m. in the 800 block of East Hammer Lane in Stockton and this was Jonathan Hernandez Rodriguez September 21st a 52 year old Hispanic man was fatally shot about 427 a.m. in the 4400 block of Manchester Avenue in Stockton and this was Juan Cruz and then September 27th a 54 year old Hispanic man was fatally shot about 153 a.m. in the 900 block of Porter Avenue in Stockton and he was Lawrence Lopez senior Jesus. Yeah. Um, so here's what we know. So as stated before, the cases have been linked through ballistics test and video evidence. Um, the police did release a surveillance video stating that the subject shown could either be a witness or a suspect. There was, um, like a picture, like a screenshot from the, the surveillance, um, video that they would post on the news and stuff. Oh, okay. They weren't, at the time, they weren't sure whether or not he was just someone a witness or he was the one that actually did the, the killing, but they were trying to identify him. Um, five of the victims were Hispanic and four were homeless, but they don't believe it's a hate crime. Like, and you... See, that's yeah. what
1: I was wondering when you mentioned tent. Yeah. Before, I was wondering if that was a, you know, like a, a hit on... The homeless you know yeah. someone that yeah but continue please. yeah
0: no th- that actually went through my mind too i don't think all of them were homeless but um it doesn't look like he was targeting anyone of a specific race or um whether or not they were homeless or anything it, yeah to me it seems kind of random yeah but you know i don't have all the information, only what they've yep. released, but from what it looks like, it looks like, you know, it's just for funsies. Ugh. Which those are the scariest ones. Yeah. Because you can't those
1: are the, can't predict what they're gonna do it, next.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, the surviving victim was able to get give a description of the suspect. So it was a male, unknown race, five ten to six foot tall, thin build, that wore a dark colored hooded sweatshirt with the hood up and dark colored pants, and they wore a black COVID-style face mask. So that's the description. Um, Looked similar to that video that was shown on TV. Um, So in the update, like I said, as I was researching the story, a a new article came through stating that they had arrested a suspect in the killings. So here's the suspect, and this is also where it gets weird. You know how he said that they said it wasn't a hate crime and it really doesn't seem like we're going to get an answer on what the reasoning mm-hmm. was at all. Yeah. So the suspect is Wesley Brownlee, for, uh, 43, of Stockton. Police say he was dressed in black and had a mask around his neck. He also carried a gun and police chief McFadden said that he was, quote, out hunting Oh. Yeah, and they are sure that they stopped another killing.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um Jesus. I think this was from last week. I haven't looked at the arraignment, but at the time of my research, he was expected to be arraigned for the murder charges.
1: Okay. Um so maybe by next release, maybe
0: I'll have I might have more info. Yeah,
1: we can put yeah. a little I did, extra info in there. Yeah,
0: I did a quick Google search. Um Before we recorded, I didn't see anything different. So I'm just going to keep it on my alerts and kind of look and see if anything new comes out. Yeah. Um, So tips led to the arrest of Brownlee and police state that because of them, they were able to zero in on on the suspect and conduct surveillance. Uh, They're still unsure of the motive for the attacks. But... uh, Two shootings in Chicago in 2018 were thought to be connected. But uh, Chicago PD has since confirmed that they don't believe they're related.
1: Oh,
0: jeez. That is actually going to be my next episode. I started looking into those shootings to see if there was... I mean, not not if it was related, but if there is anything that we could find on those cases. Because if they're not related, then... Then who's done that? Yeah, then yeah where's where's the suspect there
1: yeah Ay. wow, that's uh to me that's kind of when you said hunting, that just you know there's some sick people in this world, yeah, you know, and i I was actually having a discussion with someone earlier about how I hate to say it that it seems like sometimes guns have more rights than humans
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the states, and like I said, as bad as you know, I don't know everything. I always say, because I'm a Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, the stuff I see, I always think, wow, you know, these these guns, are, they're just so gun, 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 gun. Yeah. And then you get these guys that are going out hunting, quote unquote. Yeah. You get the ones that are crossing borders, like that one guy, I don't remember his name, that young one that went to a rally.
0: Oh yeah. I don't remember his name, Uh, but I remember that. Kyle
1: Rittenhouse or something like that. You get, I'm protecting property. Well, why did you, you know,
0: it's not your property. Who cares?
1: It's, it's, you know what? That's what insurance is for. That's what insurance is for. Yeah. You mind your own business. No, you were out to
0: be the savior. He wanted to hurt somebody.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, you, you see this with this Brownlee guy. And you gotta wonder, like, was there's always something that triggers them to do it? Yeah. Whether it's targeted or not. But it seems like a lot of them were Hispanic. A lot of them were homeless. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Was there some connection, like, not to the victims? And that's uh, to me, that's probably just completely random. I think, Yeah. yeah, he went out, he was pissed off at the world for something. And was like, oh well these are easy targets. They're like sitting docks. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You know, the middle of the night stuff like the one AM, the four AM, the six AM, that's that's unfair.
0: Yeah. It it really that's is. That's like Well it, it's it's here's my thing. I don't generally have a problem with guns. If they're used in a safe manner. If you want yep. to go to the range and shoot off some rounds? Absolutely. As long as you're a responsible person, yeah. um my problem is it's entirely too easy to get a gun, especially when you probably shouldn't have one. Yeah. That's my issue. People who don't know how to respect yeah, that they're handling a deadly weapon. <clears throat> Who want to just screw around or want to use it to do bad things. It's entirely too easy for people who are not fit to own a weapon. It's too yeah. easy for them to get it. And there needs to be a lot of reform there.
1: Oh, absolutely. And like in Canada, we just had a thing passed where handguns are actually banned. Oh, really? To stop crime. This is a little heated subject. <laughs> I'm from a farm family with, you know, we yeah. were raised around guns. We hunt. Well, we didn't personally hunt, but I know hunters and stuff like that. You know, wildlife federations and stuff love supporting them. They do great things. But the thing is, is this handgun ban isn't going to stop law-abiding. Is Sorry, it's going to stop law-abiding citizens. But you're going to get the uncouth, the people with bad intentions, mm-hmm. they're still going to get those handguns.
0: Yeah, because criminals don't follow the law to get yeah. their guns. No,
1: that's the thing. Is there, you know, Joe Blow Farmer down the street that has his, you know, granddad's, you know, 1910, you know, handgun, whatever it is, Winchester or whatever. Yeah. I don't know the brand. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> he's he's got this gun that he's got sitting in his locked cabinet that he doesn't touch because it's a handgun. He's gonna have to take and turn it in, because, you know, the government says so. Joe Joe Blow straggler down the street who is up to nefarious things who wants to, you know, point a gun at someone's chest because they did them wrong or, you know, in a situation where you know, they they want to rob you.
0: Yeah, that's
1: not gonna stop them from finding it.
0: No, and where there's I, a
1: well. There's a way.
0: And you can't go carrying a shotgun around to protect yourself. No. Because that's only going to get more innocent people hurt.
1: Exactly. So it's, you know, it's 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 kind of funny how America versus Canada is with the guns. Like, Canada's like, oh, we're going to get rid of the problem. We're going to get rid of the problem. But it doesn't get rid of the problem.
0: Well, it's like, okay, here's the thing. In in America, you hear a lot. Well, they'll just get the guns from Mexico. In Canada, you're probably. Well, they'll just get the guns from America. Yeah, you know, that's I, pretty much <laughs>
1: it. <laughs> like it's like they're gonna get it where they're gonna get it. Yeah, they'll, they'll go somewhere.
0: They'll go somewhere yeah. where the laws are a little more lenient, or uh, you know, they got like you said, they got a connection with some criminal who. Has no problem smuggling things across borders, and there yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, so it's 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 mildly amusing, but mildly infuriating. It is. What we, what us as, you know, law-abiding citizens, you know, I don't live in the best area, but you keep your nose clean. Yeah. And mind your own business. And, you know, sitting here, and I hear a noise, and there's been a gun, a a, a a person shot through yours down.
0: Yeah. No, thank you.
1: you. know, Yeah. And you know, my, my husband had a gun pointed at his chest once because he didn't want to buy a lawnmower.
0: Oh, I remember that.
1: Remember that? Yeah. It was all over the news and everything. And it turned out it was just like a little baby gunner or something like that. But still the guy was wearing a gun or a, a bulletproof vest.
0: Yeah. And you don't, I'm yeah, you know. I'm sorry. I, I hear a lot. Well, you can tell it's a fake gun, or you can tell it's a. B-. You can't. You can't. If you in the heat yeah. of the moment, if somebody is pointing something at you, you're not going to think, "Is this fake?" I'm sure yeah. it's fake. You you're, you're not going to take that risk. You're going to react, of, and yeah, you know, either they're going to get shot, or you're going to punch, punch them, kick them, yeah. you know, whatever you need to do to get away.
1: Yeah, and you know, luckily, my
0: husband was able to you
1: know turn around and be like nah fuck this and walked away thankfully and like again when they caught him thankfully there was police down the street because there was an abandoned stolen vehicle oh god (laughs) oh god but you know i i always joke that i should make another podcast of just reporting what goes on in my neighborhood because it's you know there is some scary stuff but there is also you know humorous stuff of like the woman that was dancing on top of a house in her lingerie and wow yeah, it was it was interesting, you know. She fell off the roof. I don't know if she was hurt or not, but she did give a good show for a good twenty minutes. It was very interesting, you know. I've seen people walking around in their underwear, living their best lives.
0: I mean, you know what you know? do, you.
1: Yeah, and it's like, hey, you know what? You mind your own business.
0: You know, it's like it's, <laughs> it's yeah. like that meme you see with the guy at the vacuum cleaner, and it oh, says that's me. It says. <laughs> When
1: you're nosy. Me there's some, yeah, that's, that's absolutely me. Like we, we had to police the vehicles out front, just down a couple of houses. And of course I was out, I was peeking through my window, like damn near ready to go take my vacuum outside. Yeah. And then I noticed across the street, another person was literally drinking their coffee, watching outside. And I said, I texted my neighbor and I said, I am not the only nosy one in this neighborhood. Yeah. I said, this is fabulous. I said, I should go across the street and, you know, take and uh, compare notes.
0: Oh, we, we, we were, we're notorious for that. Like in my family, um, there's one time this guy got hit in front of our house. We used to live on a busy road in front of, and we were the corner house. He got hit in front of the house and like paramedics were out there and everything. And the oh, cops geez. were out there and the guy was drunk off his ass. Like I was probably like. 10 or 11 years old I remember this guy was drunk off his ass and we're in my room because the window faced the outside where he was and me, my mom and my sister were all out there like peeking through the blinds <laughs> and watching him fight with the like the paramedics oh you're not taking me in you fight with the cops who were trying to help him oh, and all of a sudden we see this flashlight from one of the cops like turns towards the house and turns the flashlight right on the blinds <laughs> and we're all staring out we're like oh deer in the headlight looks oh oh, crap (laughs) close the blinds they found us
1: (laughs) oh crap yeah but oh we've been we've been known to like you know if we see something going on it's our neighborhood we own a house here we want to know what's going on Yeah. you know and we'll we'll go out you know there's some cops that we're pretty much on a like i can pull point them out from a line oh hey that's officer so-and-so that's officer so-and-so you know as long as you're on a good repertoire with the police You keep your nose and you stay away from sketchy, questionable people. You're good. But those are also the same people you worry about that they're going to get drunk, high, or aggressive about something. Yep. And you might be wrong place, wrong time. And that's my, I guess, TED talk about guns and violence. And the fact that good people don't cause crimes. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It will, most
1: Mostly. That's like... Mostly. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, I think concealed carry could be a good tool. I won't personally do it because I'm like... I don't want that responsibility placed on me. Yeah. You know, I don't feel comfortable saying, you know, Oh, I've got the weapon. I can take this guy down. I don't... I No, don't... Mm-mm. I'm in the very... Big mindset of, if you don't have to be, don't be a hero. Yeah. Because you're... Absolutely. You're only going to get hurt, and if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get someone gonna, else hurt. Yeah. Well, and, and you
1: know, there's... I don't know if you remember me talking about that big uh, thing last month with the two shooters up in yes. Northern Saskatchewan. Yes. So, they were going in... And then there was another issue... Like some people, uh, there was something else going on very similar to that with the guns and stuff. And they were going into farmland and, uh, or like farm yards, sorry, to steal gas. And after the whole situation years ago about Gerald Stanley shooting people that came onto his yard, Mm -hmm. farmers aren't allowed, they essentially, they shouldn't, they can't protect themselves, their livelihoods with guns. It's a very heated debate.
0: I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> I mean, if you don't fear for your life, yeah, you know, you you shouldn't be shooting at people.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, but it's also if these people are coming in and you know trying to steal stuff from you, so, you know, it's a gray line of protecting your your yeah. items and such and so on and so forth. But it's you know, you you've got to know a time and a place. Exactly. Like if you're gonna just use a gun, point it at the sky, shoot off around. Never point it at someone else. Look at me being an expert. Yeah. And I've only <laughs> shot a gun once in my damn life. <laughs> you
0: know? I mean, it used to be my job. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Um, like... <laughs> but yeah, that that that's the thing, and I think that's part of the reason why I have because before I was afraid of them completely. Oh, me too. But you know using them and learning how to operate one how to work it and everything it it did give me a respect that i think a lot of people don't have
1: yeah
0: um yes absolutely if someone came onto my property and they were going to kill me yeah i i would absolutely shoot someone to you know if they were going to harm me or my family um if someone came in and stole my computer and took off I'd be like all right you know what whatever yeah i got insurance yeah, you know, you know,
1: yeah. It's it's such it's such a gray like you know a gray thing. I also think that people need the training and everything yeah. too. You know where we have up here, we have the pal and the long arm and la 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 license yeah. and such. Uh, when my dad was still alive, he taught my son how to, you know, properly hold a gun, properly, yeah. you know, whatever. He was only six. But still, that's a good because now even he knows like if he's using a BB gun, you don't point. You don't point at it people. at you. You, you keep you know it up and away. You never point it at your face. Never point it at anyone else. You know it's uh, it's it's good to know the proper procedures with yeah a firearm.
0: And and also like a random citizen who just buys a gun and says, "I'm using it to protect myself." They don't yeah have that training to know what to really do in that kind of situation. It's not as easy as just pull out your gun and shoot someone. You have to be able. Yeah. Like, you, you've got to make those quick judgments on, you know, is this a situation where I really need to do this? Yeah.
1: And you know, you see all these, I always see posts of people with their cutesy little handguns and little pocket purse, little guns and yeah. stuff. And I'm going, I, why? I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. It would be my luck to have one of those purse, pistols or whatever and it would shoot off and like shoot me in the butt or something I mean
0: in my purse it would just shake a little bit and the trigger would get pulled there's so much crap in my purse like you know that's why exactly I'm like you know I'll let someone else handle concealed carry yeah (laughs) that's fine no I'm I'm good
1: I am I am good with that and it's just it's just really sad when people think that that's what they need to do That's how they're going to, you know, accomplish something in life is to, you know, shoot a living person to yeah, achieve greatness. I, 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 don't, I don't know.
0: Well, it's like the, the Zodiac still don't really know. Yeah. I mean, we still don't know who that is. No yeah. idea what the motivation was. Those were seemingly random as well. And, yeah. you know, obviously this guy's not talking. So was Probably it for funsies? Yeah.
1: Was he having a mental break? You know, mental, like we said before, you know, mental health is not, you know, it's still, it's 2022 and it's still fairly taboo. Yeah. And it's really ridiculous when, you know, you can't even say, hey, I'm struggling here and someone goes, your doctor goes, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm really struggling. Oh, well, here's a bunch of drugs and medication and you'll be fine. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, we we actually uh, talked about it on, our, on the Quantum Leap podcast last night because it, the episode was dealing with what they thought was probably a mental illness back in like the 1930s and they were talking about a lobotomy and I'm like, you know, we've made some great strides in that department yeah. but uh, we still have a long way to go.
1: Oh yeah, there's still a long way. Like, yeah, you know, you're not getting your freaking frontal lobe removed which would be wonderful some days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to be, you know, replace it. Yeah, I would like to be in. able to
0: reconnect it when I'm feeling a little better.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, like there's been there's been many leaps and strides, but it's still restrained in yeah. some ways where yeah, the wrong people are getting, you know, the guns, the knives, the the wrong things. Right. Yeah, so, huh, so, what did uh, what did everybody think about this episode? Um, a lot of tangents on this one. A lot of tangents on this one. We get a little fiery sometimes. Yeah, I tell you. So yeah, we 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 can find us. <laughs> <laughs> I I found myself yesterday. I I can't find myself. And <laughs> you know, yeah. So heh, you can find us on. Pretty much all social medias, I guess. At uh, AC Cold Case
0: Talk, I think that's we've pretty much finally set that. Yeah, everything should be <laughs> completely AC Cold Case Talk. I know we've got a WordPress. I don't know how to get back into it. Um, once we, <laughs> once that happens, um, I'll, I'll start posting the link. And basically, what will happen is anytime we. Uh, release an episode it'll basically go onto the blog and you can click the link there and and find it so um it's just another way to find us if you're not on like a podcast app or something
1: yeah exactly and you know we always do appreciate feedback suggestions we've had some which have been fabulous you know so that's always a good thing to have
0: yeah
1: and uh
0: Try, trying to be a little bit yeah. more active on social media, I'm. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. I really I tra- should take over like
1: the, the like Facebook and stuff like that since I'm always on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, like I have no problem with the Instagram, like posting and I'm the never episodes. On Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I'll post the episodes, and it's funny because for my other podcast, I'm more active on Twitter because that's where, um, it seems like everybody is. Yeah. and I haven't found where everybody is on this one yet. So I'm like, yeah, it's kind of, kind of. We we just gotta get more listeners. Come on,
1: guys. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your pets. Tell your pastor. Um, don't tell your pastor.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't tell your pastor because uh, he might blush.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we say the F word way too much, or you might be really into it. I, don't I know. you know, there are people too. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, anything else? I,
1: you know, I think we're, I think we did a lot of tangentine today. We, yeah. we had shorter, I guess we did have quite a few shorter cases today. Yeah. And so uh,
0: cases that touched some nerves, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A little, little, yeah. little too touchy on my nerves, but that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's always good to get the unknown ones or even the little bit more known ones. But, yeah.
0: No. And, and some of them lead down rabbit holes to other ones. Like, like I said, I will <laughs> yeah, be doing yours. the Chicago um, killings probably in our next episode. I'm, I'm already looking into that. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: And I've got, I've got a couple of cases already queued up, ready to go. So nice. we'll be, I'm always like two steps ahead and then I go, why did I do this? Because then I got to choose which one I want to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. Like sometimes I'll, I have a list of cases I want to. Oh yeah. I want to cover and I'm like, okay, now which one do I do? Which one do I do? <laughs> so pick the juice. Yeah. So Yeah. So I guess until next time.
1: Yes. Uh don't don't forget to mention that, you know, if uh, anyone wants to help support the show, where can they can find us? What is it? The anchor page, anchor support yeah. page. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, all the all the links and stuff will be on that show show notes
0: as always as always bye Bye. what
1: did you think you can find us on social media at ac cold case talk and we always appreciate feedback and suggestions for future
0: shows you can also help support the show by visiting our Inker support page. Links will be provided in the show notes.